Breaking news from The Athletic. This is Headline, The Athletic's breaking news podcast. I'm Kent Garrison, NFL producer here at The Athletic with big breaking news on the NFL side of things. And to talk about it, I'm welcoming in The Athletic's Chris Burke, who writes about the Detroit Lions. And Chris, we've been waiting for this news, I think, for a while. I know certainly in Detroit they've been waiting for it for a long time. Matt Patricia is officially out. What more do you know about this story? Yeah, we uh, usually have like post Thanksgiving plans and kind of canceled them for Friday because I figured it might be happening then took a little bit longer than that. But yeah, no real surprise. I mean, I think it was it was pretty apparent. Um, The only real mystery was whether they would. uh, I mean, I guess the two mysteries was whether they would wait till the end of the year just because it's such a a strange year anyway. Um, And then whether they'd evaluate Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia together or kind of. Uh, group, you know, break them apart and, and fire one first and, and then figure out the other. But uh, it was pretty hard to do that. I mean, they've been tied at the hip for three years. This was their vision together, and it obviously has fallen apart on every level. So, um, yeah, no surprise. Uh, I think the, I think it had to happen given how they lost on Thanksgiving and how they lost the Sunday before Thanksgiving. It, it was pretty clear things were getting worse with this team. Yeah, not only on the field on the results, but did you sense any kind of mutiny in the locker room? Were players turning on him? Was his time just about up when it came to, you know, the players buying in and all that stuff? Uh, you know, I I think certainly, um, you know, last year, the year before that, there was more of it than there was this year. I mean, this year, I think there was frustration in general. Um, and again, yeah. it's also hard to get as much of a sense for it because we're not allowed in the locker rooms at the moment. But, uh, um, yeah. you know, I think a part of the, as part of their desire to build this, um, the way they wanted it, you know, they cleaned out a lot of the guys who had been here before and brought in a lot of people who were familiar with Matt Patricia. So I think they, to some extent, almost safeguarded against the mutiny by having guys who knew him and knew what his coaching style was. And so I think, you know, I think they've handled this professionally, um, as in terms of the players, I mean, I, I don't think there's been as many problems this year as there might have been the last couple of years, but um, certainly I th- would expect to hear from a lot of those guys who've been pushed out the door over the next few hours here that, uh, you know, kind of come back out of the woodwork and have some comments about the Patricia and Quinn era. Yeah, exactly. Well, what does the interim situation look like there in Detroit? Who's taking over, and do you think there might be some brighter days even this season? Uh, it's going to be Daryl Bevel, who uh, you know who's been in as offensive coordinator. It was kind of the obvious move. There were certainly people in the fan base who wanted Braden Coombs, the special teams coordinator, to get a shot. He's in his mid thirties. You know, he's his dad's the defensive coordinator at Ohio State, kind of an up and comer. Um, in the coaching ranks, but the Bevel one at least sort of just keeps things rolling along for the last few weeks here. I think it'll be, you know, I'd be shocked if this suddenly turns around for them. I think, you know, with Bevel, it'll be curious to see if, um, you know, maybe the offense opens up a little bit more and just see if they uh, do anything different on that side of the ball now that Matt Patricia isn't calling the overall game plan shots because I think, you know, Bevel and Matthew Stafford, uh, have shown a little bit of rapport before. This is a you know chance for Bevel to show more of his play calling off and to really see what what they want to do with Stafford. I mean, I think that's going to be a big thing here now as we move forward. I still think it, it makes a lot of sense for him to be back next year, but uh, this is another you know five week window here where you kind of 
figure out everything. And so that that's mainly what I'd be looking for. I don't think they're going to rip off, you know, a four and one finish or anything. This team is just not very good right now and they have a tough schedule coming up. Yeah, absolutely. And it'll be interesting to see how this season plays out when it comes to how they're slotted in the draft. Maybe that will have a bearing on what direction they go. And the last thing I have for you here, Chris, is looking to next year. You know, what kind of coach do you think they'll look for? Do you think they'll go in the complete opposite direction of Matt Patricia in terms of scheme, style? And uh, maybe, if you have any, who's a dream kind of name that you're thinking of or, you know, who should they target? Yeah, I mean, that tends to be how this the NFL hiring cycles go. You, you go almost 180 away from the guy who you had and, and failed. And so I certainly wouldn't mm. be surprised. I mean, I think the big thing will be from a personality standpoint, uh, if they go look for someone who's um, – closer to what they had in Jim Caldwell, you know, more of that player's coach, quote unquote, right. uh, someone that just can get in that locker room and kind of bring back a little of the, uh, a little better feel in there. Um, you know, I, I think in terms of the scheme, that's going to be one of the big challenges for the next GM, certainly. And, and maybe one of the tough selling points for the lions is, you know, the offense has some pieces you can build around the defense is in a pretty tough spot moving forward and with some clunky contracts. So I, I think it'll be, a little bit tricky to figure things out on that side of the ball, but um, you know you're probably going to hear a, a lot of the familiar names: Robert Sala uh, from the 49ers, uh, Eric Bieniemy, certainly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Kellen Moore. Um, you know, the Lions drafted him way back when, and true, uh, yeah, kind of one of those guys. I, I mean, I think the one I would might come up, I would probably ignore for now, is Jim Harbaugh, but <laughs> just because of the local angle, uh, you yeah. might get some play. But yeah, I mean, I think there are certainly people out there Matt Eberflus in, in Indianapolis for sure um, it, it's going to be interesting to see what the new GM wants to do uh, and also how they sell this job because it's a tough one to sell the people coming in because we, we've seen how many coaches have come in and failed yeah maybe having Matthew Stafford is the best selling point or you know the opposite of that maybe having a top five or top three pick in this draft uh depending on where they are at the end might be a selling point to, to hit the reset button so make sure you're out there Checking out Chris Burke's work here on The Athletic because he's doing excellent work covering the Detroit Lions as well as Nick Baumgartner doing the same stuff. Uh, Those guys are tag teaming this Lions coverage and and it's the best Lions coverage you will get anywhere. And also make sure you are subscribed to their podcast one of these years on iTunes, Spotify, or the podcast platform of your choice if you want more Detroit Lions podcast content. Thank you for listening to Headline. This has been Kent Garrison and Chris Burke from The Athletic. We'll talk to you next time.